This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 989, Homesick, How to Feel Better in Your New Country. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Are you living abroad or living in a new place? Today, we give you top tips on what to do when you are missing home and how to make sure that you can maximize your time living abroad and connect. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Michelle, I'm feeling good. I just came back from my vacation. I took a road trip around the southern U.S. It was great. It was so that's fun. That's right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like a great time. So what kinds of things did you do? Oh, we did so much. Actually, we went to this cool city called Asheville, North Carolina, which is in the, oh, yeah. the Blue Ridge Mountains and the Great Smoky Mountains. And these mountains are beautiful. They're not as dramatic as what you see in the West, but they have a very, like, very nice, just beautiful, smooth ridges and things. And we did some hiking out there. Oh, we did. We ate fried green tomatoes, southern food, biscuits and grits, <laughs> oh, shrimp wow. and grits, um, oysters. We just did the whole southern thing. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. Wow. Okay. Well, was it what you like? Had you spent that much time in the South before? I had spent a little bit of time, a few trips here and there. Um, and I had been to Charleston before and we did that again. But I it was my first time in Asheville. Um, we also mm -hmm. went to a place on the Outer Banks where there were wild horses on this island where you could take a ferry out to this island and there were just wild horses kind of roaming around the island. And it was new. It was all new for me. You know what I mean? And yeah, I just feel good. I feel refreshed. And I have that optimism that you feel after you've been traveling. Such a good uh -huh. feeling. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm jealous. That's awesome. I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. How yeah. was your 4th of July, by the way? 
It was really fun. Yeah, I went uh, just for a night to the Poconos and I saw my, uh, my brother and his family. So that was fun just for a night, but it was still nice to get away. So yeah, I had a nice time. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's good to get out. Good to travel. Good to see family and enjoy the summertime. <laughs> Definitely. Well, when you were away, like, were you ready to come home? Like, were you homesick at all for Boston? Or were you kind of like, just um, living it up in the South? I was just getting my groove. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, because I, I really like the the lifestyle of travel and, you know, staying yeah. in one oh, place yeah. each night. I love that kind of like wandering lifestyle. I feel like it brings me closer to myself as a person. So yeah. I was not not missing home at all. Although I have to say <laughs> when I got into my bed last night, I was like, mm, it feels good to be back in my own bed. I had a little oh, bit yeah. of that feeling, you know, but mostly I just was just getting getting my step in terms of the travel, really. And unfortunately, yeah. then it ended after just 10 days. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, not not enough time to be really, really homesick, I don't think. Yeah, no, definitely not. Not the same as when people live abroad, right? And then they start to really miss home. Right, sure. Yeah, great. So I'm glad that we're talking about this, Lindsay. So we're going to go more into this topic today of homesickness. But first, mm. we want to thank our reviewers. Yes, guys, we have some great, really great reviews from you guys this week. So I want to go ahead and say thank you to Kokriko from Thailand, Netcorn Chimungol from Thailand, Farsad B from USA, Hamaidiki from Japan, um, someone from Taiwan. I can't read your name. I'm sorry. 768661. <laughs> um, someone from Korea on July 6th. Thank you to Parisa Yazdi from the US. And thank you to Mina0321 one from the U.S. Guys, these are awesome reviews this week. And thank you. It looks like, Michelle, like we have some new listeners here who have just found the podcast and they're super excited to get started. That's great. Okay. Well, welcome to the new listeners and hello again to the people who have been listening this whole time. So I'm <laughs> glad to have you and thank you so much for your reviews. Yeah, thanks, guys. Remember, if you have not left your review, go ahead and leave it, and we'll read your name out loud on the show so you can be famous. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, great. So, Lindsay, as I mentioned, we are going to be talking about homesickness today. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've definitely dealt with in my personal life, and I'm sure oh. that we have listeners who have dealt with this, who, who are dealing with this. I mean, I, um, you know, and it's something that I think a lot of people can identify with. And if you can't, then wow. <laughs> if you've never felt yeah. homesick. Well, um, then you haven't so, traveled, right? If you haven't felt homesick, you haven't probably haven't gone abroad or haven't traveled, right? Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Well, I mean, maybe not necessarily abroad, but definitely abroad is a huge one because you have things like culture shock and all things like that, right? Yeah. But people can feel homesick about going uh, short distances away as I have in my life. You're right, Michelle. But we'll get to that. <laughs> exactly. um, so I, I happen to stumble across a really uh, good article. It's called What Happens to Your Mind and Body When You Feel Homesick? So oh. this is from HuffingtonPost.com and it's written by Caroline Bologna from uh, June, uh, June 27th, 2018. Um, okay. So we will put this link up and I think that it might be really helpful for our listeners who may be feeling homesick right now. Guys, this is really important and also it's important to learn how to kind of get over this situation and we'll talk about that um, as we get into this article. Um, but yeah. I'm definitely going to share some, some, you know, personal stories about being homesick and things like that. Mm. So I don't know if you've ever uh, dealt with homesick, Lindsay, uh, homesickness, oh my gosh. Lindsay. 
Oh, of course, of course. Especially um, when I lived abroad, when I studied abroad in Paris or when I lived in Japan. Oh my gosh. My first couple yeah. of months, first six months there, honestly, were I was I was homesick. I was sad at times. But yeah, this is so important today, guys, because we know a lot of you guys are living in another country or maybe just another part of your own country. Um, but and 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 the reason you're living there is to do something, right? Maybe you're working, you're trying to right. contribute in some way. And we want you to be able to give your best self to the world, right? right. So that's why we're talking about this today. Absolutely. Well, just for our listeners who may not know this word, homesick, what is it? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be homesick? <laughs> Good question. Because we're not talking about like being physically sick at your home, although that could include <laughs> being could, physically right. sick, I suppose. But we're not talking about that, right? We're talking about missing our home, right? Being sick yes. for home, uh, feeling like you want to be back at home and not feeling good in the new place where you are. Right, right, right. Yeah, that feeling of just like, oh my gosh, I need to be home right now. I need to be, you know, in my area and I can't take yeah. this new chain. You know, it's it, it can happen to anybody. So basically, this article identifies, you know, homesickness and explains why and how it happens and, you know, how what strategies you can use to, you know, get rid of homesickness or at least try to, how to cope with it, right? Yeah, this is so good. This is so good. I feel like homesickness tends to occur in my experience the most when something like really big happens at home. Like I, I remember when I was living in Guatemala, mm. actually, in 2008, um, my grandmother died. And that was hard. Like it's very hard when there's a death either of a pet or a family member when you are abroad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Really For tough. sure. As we get closer to episode 1000, let's make sure as many people know about All Ears English as we can. Go ahead and tell one friend today about the show. Show them how to subscribe and make sure that they listen in four days a week to get the best tips on how to connect in English. Thanks for sharing the show. So I, I want, um, if you wouldn't mind, Lindsay, reading uh, one of my favorite quotes from the article. So it's by psych- psychologist Tamar Chansky. Um, okay. and, I, and I really like how she talks about um, homesickness. So if you wouldn't mind reading it for us, okay. that would be great. Here we go. So it's a transition between two worlds. The analogy I always use is a swimming pool. It doesn't feel good when we get in at first, she said. If we immediately go uh, got out, we'd think, why do people like swimming pools? This feels awful. But if you stay in, you see that you do adjust and then you feel you feel good. Yeah. Okay. I like that because it makes me think because I always whenever I jump into a swimming pool, I, yeah. I it takes me an hour to get in if the water's cold. I'm <laughs> an a hour. total baby about it. <laughs> really. Show. It's like it's like one toe at a time. It's like Even ripping though I know off a band-aid. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I just can't. And like Usually, like, my husband is standing there like, just go, just go, come on, go, go, go. And I'm like, I can't do it. And then, yeah, of course, when you first jump in, it's miserable. And if, but I like what, you know, this, this person says is that, like, yeah, if that's how we lived our lives, if we got into an uncomfortable situation and then reacted like we were in a freezing cold swimming pool and ran out, we'd never yeah. get anywhere, you know? So true. So important, though. I like this analogy. I think it's Me very too. true. Me you can't too. just... You know, you can't just run away from the things that aren't perfect at first, right? Because that is like a quality life when we actually take chances, we take risks, and maybe things are uncomfortable at times, but we get through it. So that's why we're here on this topic today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, so the article, it you know, explains how when you're homesick, 
you're looking for things that are familiar to you. You know, maybe it's like a, a favorite food or a, a person that you miss or whatever it is. You're looking, you know, everything is so new and unfamiliar. And like, I just think yeah. about our listeners and living abroad and like, and the new language and the new culture. And maybe oh. you're at a new workplace and so <sighs> many things are new. And you just might be thinking, I want to have my, you know, home cooked meal for my mom or my wife or my husband or whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. Sure. No, that's so yeah. true. Or <clears throat> when it happens that, you know, let's say, for example, we're working in a new place and there's some kind of, and, and it's not our native language and there's an inside joke that happens at oh. the office and everyone laughs and you're the one who's on the outside. That's when hom homesickness can really strike, can really hit a nerve, right? right? I mean, in my experience, at least. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. When you feel like everyone's in on the joke and you like at home, I mean, you're maybe like a really funny person or you're this really outgoing right. person. But you know, once you're in these situations, and especially with a new language, this can happen, yes. you know, that you can't really, you know, kind of, it's hard to like find yourself in these moments and be yourself. Um, yep. Especially if it's with a different language, I think. You got it, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. What about, do you have any stories of homesickness yourself? I mean, what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, what's funny is when I went abroad, I actually felt more free. Mm -hmm. uh, and I felt less, I felt less homesick being farther away than <laughs> when I'd be close. So like, for example, I went to, I went to, um, college 45 minutes away from my house and mm -hmm. the start of college was, just terrible for me. Just like that first semester yeah. was very hard. Um, Ugh. and I, and I just remember my mother, uh, she said to me, uh, there was a really nice girl who lived across the hall and she said, you know, you need a routine. Um, you need to ask this girl who seems to want to be your friend to go to dinner <laughs> like every single night. <laughs> and make it so that it's a routine. So it's unusual if you don't go to dinner with her. Right. Mm -hmm. So I did. And then we went every single night. And that actually really did help because I knew, okay, who am I going to get dinner with? Am I going to be lonely? You know, things like that. And that yeah. was where I do, I do think that that was some really good advice because I needed some structure. Right. Yes. I love that, Michelle. That's, and you figured that out. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, something that's unique about our culture is that we do go away, sometimes far away and sometimes not as far, but we go away for college and it's a big transition. Like that's a really good example of homesickness. Right. So it may not be moving abroad, but it's a big life change, right? You know, oh, so huge. maybe I wasn't homesick for, you know, uh, necessarily that I was so far away or that I was dealing with a different culture of a different country, but it's a different culture adjusted oh, to totally college. Oh, yeah. Huge totally culture different. shock. Huge culture huge. shock to be away from home and just like the implications of what that means and and growing mm -hmm. up and being away from your parents. And that, I think, was what was the hardest for me, not so much the distance. That's a huge step that we go through, at least in American culture, is that step of moving into the freshman yeah. dorm, right? So it's probably yeah. the, one of the biggest moments of your life because it really means that like you are now kind of an adult, not exactly an adult, <laughs> but you're, yeah. ne you're, ne you're never, the assumption is you're not going home again. Like you're probably not going to live at home again, hopefully, right? And and that's kind of how it goes. And then you kind of, it doesn't quite hit home until you actually get there to your freshman dorm and you're setting up your stuff yeah. and then there's your roommate and you're like, oh my God, I live in a dorm now and I'm not going home again. Like my childhood is over. That's, it's a major turning point yeah. in our lives here yeah. in the U.S. 
For sure, for sure, uh, <clears throat> definitely. And and it also talks, I thought this was interesting how uh, the, in the article it mentioned that f- people deal with homesickness in different ways. So like some people are get anxious, you know, they just mm-hmm. feel like extreme anxiety, uh, anxiety, anxiety about it. And yeah. some where some people just are sad and they grieve. Um, I would say that I was like in a mixture of the two. I wouldn't say that I fell into one or the other. Um, but I don't know. How, do you feel like you fall like when you've gotten homesick, Lindsay? Do you feel like you were more anxious or more sad? Um, probably more sad to be honest. Like, well, yeah. I remember my freshman year in college. That was also very hard for me. My first oh, yeah. semester. Yeah. Luckily, my structure was tennis. I was on the tennis team, so I had to go to practice every day at three, mm. and I had that routine. Thank goodness. Yep. Um, so I had tennis, but yeah, I mean, in the past when I've lived abroad, I think I've tended more towards being a little sad, like a little um mm. melancholy. You know, mm. kind of walking in the streets and listening to music and feeling just confused and a little no. lost at times. Oh, I'm a- <laughs> Imagining Lindsay at college. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, but there are things that you can do. I think it's important to get in this mindset of like, what can I do to change this feeling? So um, we're going to yeah. talk about some of the tips the article gives today and, um, you know, just share, you know, more about what's helped us. So yeah. um, the first thing that, you know, would be a good tip is to know that nothing is abnormal about the way you're feeling, right? It's completely normal to be homesick. As you can see, you know, I knew I I was pretty sure Lindsay would have stories about being homesick because I think (laughs) I think most everyone does. I think it's just so normal. And also it goes away over time, but it can return, right? So you can Mm -hmm. get like totally accustomed to a place. And then Mm -hmm. I think it mentioned something about like, once you realize how long you're going to be somewhere. So if you're there for a while and it's like, whoa, I'm here for a while and I'm not going home still, then it can kind of return. But so just to know like, okay, this is normal. So many people have felt this way. And, you know, I think just acknowledging that is, is a good thing and can actually help you. What do you think, Lindsay? I think that's really good. Like it can return like setbacks are a thing, right? I mean, I remember when I moved to Japan, it was hard in the beginning. And then I got into it. Like I got to know my colleagues, my neighborhood. And then my parents came to visit around, I I guess actually it was only about uh, four months after I had moved there first, but I was already feeling good. And then when they left, they came for a week and then they left. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Like I can't live here in Japan by myself. What am I doing? I miss home so much. It was a setback, but to anticipate that, I mean, that's the key. That's normal. Yeah. Yes, 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 for sure. And another thing, um, so in the, in the article, this guy, um, he's a psychologist and an associate professor. His name is Joshua Kaplow. And he has this quote. He said, um, it's instead of the proverbial stay busy, I say stay engaged, whether that's with school, your job, other people, the gym, your church or synagogue, right? So I like this one because yes, we need structure and we need to be busy, but to be engaged is different <laughs> than being busy, right? To get to know your surroundings um, yeah. is, is so key. So I feel like I've had that a lot with, with being abroad. And I feel like that's super important for our listeners. And that's what we try and do on this show is find ways to get you engaged. Yeah, this is one thing about American culture that I'm not a huge fan about how common this phrase is. Oh, just stay busy, right? Stay busy, stay busy. And I prefer the phrase stay engaged because it's completely different. Um, But we're a culture that thinks that we can cover up any any like issues we're having by just like doing things, doing, doing, doing. But here you're saying stay engaged, meaning go deep with things like stay connected with people. 
right? Things right. like that. Stay connected with your activities, your goals, your missions, the things you want to do, your vision in life. I love that. Right, right, right. And you know, when I first moved to New York, I had an internship in college. And I remember my first night, I was like, freaking out. Oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And some people had invited me to hang out. And I said to my brother on the phone, I said, Oh, but people are inviting me to do things. And I'm too homesick. (laughs) And he said, What are you doing? Go go with the people. And you know what I did? And those were my friends the whole summer. So I engaged. Um, So and then the last two. So one is to, you know, make your situation what you want. So find ways to be happier. So what would make you happy? Would it be making friends? Would it be, you know, Mm -hmm. finding a a, a way to talk with your family more? What would it be that uh, would make you happier and go out and try and find that with uh, for yourself? Yeah, I love that, Michelle. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. Connect with people. Yeah. Anything else? And then finally, just don't, you know, you don't have to be shy. You can tell people how you're feeling because like I said, this may be a way to connect, right? Mm -hmm. So we could do a follow episode on like, how could we express this? Mm -hmm. What words could we say? And what phrases could we say to Mm -hmm. connect with people over this emotion? So I'd like to do a follow up on that. Yeah, Michelle, we should write that down as an episode idea for once we get beyond episode 1000, because we are approaching 1000. That's (laughs) Um, right. We can do an episode on how to communicate that maybe you're feeling a little homesick and how to reach out to people, guys, because we know a lot of you guys are living in new different countries, maybe in the UK, the US, maybe Australia, and you need these phrases, right? So let us know if you need these and maybe send us a very specific question to lindsay at allearsenglish.com and we can address that on the podcast for you guys. All right. Awesome. We would love that. So, Lindsay, this episode is getting a little long, but what's her takeaway for today? (laughs) Well, I mean, this is important. Like you guys, you know, if you've moved abroad, maybe you've moved within your own country. It's just important to understand that if you feel homesick, it's real, right? We've both felt it. We've told you guys about living in Tokyo, moving to New York, where we are moving to college. But just make sure you, as we've said, follow today's tips and You know, I think especially for our listeners who are taking the IELTS exam, maybe you had to take the IELTS exam and then you were so busy preparing for the exam, then you passed it, then you got your visa and then you ended up in this new country and now you're Mm. you're here, you're there and you're saying, whoa, now, whoa, what happened? I didn't prepare for this, right? I don't, now I feel homesick and I want to go back, right? But just follow today's episode and just, you know, take advice, keep listening to the podcast and to be able to really connect. All right, guys, love that. Definitely, well said, Lindsay. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, uh, do a follow up on this one. I think it's an interesting topic that, you know, no matter where you're from, you've probably had this feeling. Exactly. I agree. And speaking of IELTS, guys, if you are not on the other side of the exam, if you still do need to take it, then go and subscribe to our IELTS Energy Energy podcast so that you can get the tips that you need. And Michelle, thank you for bringing up this topic. Very important one and a a kind of a fun opportunity to reflect too on our college days. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Oh, I have more stories about homesickness. I'll tell them another time. Oh, she's got stories. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Michelle. Thanks for listening. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.